All right, Sarah, welcome back to Raging Workaholics. We're back. We're really raging this week. Uh, so you don't sound like you're raging very much. <laughs> I was on vacation. We're back, baby. <laughs> We're back. I just yelled right into the mic. You it's did. It's going to be Whoa. fun yeah. to edit. Yeah, have fun with that. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Raging Workaholics presented by Simple Lawn Solutions. Just when I thought we were maybe going to start seeing some more lawn, uh-huh. we had a winter squall last night. I know. What the yeah. hell? No one knows what a winter squall is. No. Um, but apparently it's just like a- like a Mini blizzard. Yeah. It's like only like an hour long blizzard. Uh-huh. But So it's like an espresso shot of a blizzard, not like a full like 24 ounce coffee. Well, you yeah. Know? yeah. What I was telling um, Ben is how I've lived in this area for 37 years and never, never been, never experienced the, I bet in this area, the spike of Google searches of a squall was oh. through the roof. Oh, for sure. Yep. Um, but so where I'm going with that is uh, thought I was going to be licking my chops at my lawn, screwing on the simple lawn solutions uh material onto the hose i was standing there ready to go and then we then it's second winter is set in (laughs) so now i need to be patient and wait for second spring to show up yep um but no i'm chomping at the bit to get back to working on the lawn this spring Mm -hmm. and if you're feeling the same way you got to go to simplelawnsolutions.com get prepped get ready for the blitzkrieg of lawn care that's about to happen this spring mm-hmm. again go to simple solutions.com you like that word yeah blitzkrieg yeah. blitzkrieg it's a isn't that Did a war style a, i don't it's know a german german yeah. war style that they used in world war ii or world war one I. I think it's like lightning war is what it stands for like, like chaos right yeah you're moving quick hit them hard yeah interesting yeah learned something new today thank yeah. you miles you're welcome mm-hmm. um but guys I mean, the the simple lawn talk feeds right into what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Sarah are going to put our startup hats on. Think yeah. back to when we first started our business. We're going to talk patience. We're going to talk action. What do you do? How do you do it? We probably have different approaches, but we'll just dive right into it. Yeah, definitely. So if you are someone who is starting up a new business when do you go for it? When do you focus on being patient and just doing the work and knowing that good stuff is going to come to you? Or when do you try and force a square peg into a round hole? Yeah. And yeah. that's really the, the big question. Is it a little bit of both? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. what do you think? I think we're always on the tight wire. Is that right? Tight rope. Tight rope. <laughs> we're always on the tight rope yeah. as a startup. Yes. Because you don't want, if you push too hard, then something might push somebody away. And if you don't ask, then you're not going to get it. So it's very fine line that we're walking a now, lot of time. What if you run though? Oh, you can run. If you are evil Knievel, you can run across the tightrope. I don't know if he actually does that. Doesn't think about, well, let's not go tightrope, right? Okay. Let's just go. There is a log over a river, right? Oh, perfect. You are wearing your logging shirt today. I am. I'm a lumberjack today. (laughs) Log that's fallen over a river and you're going to walk across it, right? Mm -hmm. When do you you have a better chance of falling in if you walk slowly or if you just take a sprint and you only take three steps to get over? Oh, man. 
That's I, I mean, I like do Matt. This like though, but. you've seen people do it, right? Oh yeah, They're for like, sure. Yeah, you, you, someone goes across and they like walk really slow, and like everyone's like, "Oh God!" Yeah. Uh-huh. There's like a moment where they almost fall over, but then they make it to the end. And everyone's like, Phew. "Yeah." And then there's just one kid's just like, "Screw it, I'm just gonna go," and like just takes like a running start and takes three steps on it instead of twenty five, <laughs> yep. and just gets across like immediately. And you're like, "Oh, why didn't we just do that?" Right. Mm-hmm. Or there's me who would get down on all fours and crawl, yeah. <laughs> hug the log, hug the log <laughs> one inch, inch at a time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I I think that you got to do a little bit of both. You know, it, if, sometimes and- you are on a tightrope uh-huh. that if you sprinted, you would fall immediately. Yeah. Sometimes it's a log and you just got to sprint across it. No, I think that log analogy is really good because the you would approach that much different and you approach business different than I would and or others do. Someone so, told like me that. last night that I am very OK with risk, mm-hmm. even though I feel like I'm taking I feel I don't feel that in my own head. Is okay. that weird? No, I've yep yeah, coached people through that exact thing. Yeah. Like I don't feel like I'm being risky, but everyone around me is like, like, why are you doing that? Like, this is are you sure you want to do? You know, like. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just a side note, yep. but it, it, like in my own head, I don't feel like to me the run across the log just seems like the like most logical thing to do mm-hmm. it actually seems illogical to inch your way across. Cause the longer you're on the log, the more chance you have to fall off. Yeah. Um, you know, what if a big gust of wind comes up and throws you off your balance, you know, or an alligator. Yeah. What if a, what if a man eating <laughs> we don't have alligator here, but... or man eating trout jumps off yes. and eats your leg off, you know, or piranha. Um, but just a side note. To yeah. me, it doesn't seem like risk. Mm-hmm. I think the difference between what you're feeling and what people are perceiving is that it's less risky to you because you've processed it all the way through yeah, I think and you've ran day, by yeah. other people. So, yeah, you've already that was a side told, note. Yeah, told yourself. the Well, it matters, though, because part of the reason that you can go fast is because you're doing the analysis to understand the well, risk. Well, I've watched 20 other people go across the log, and I realized that the you got a better chance of falling in by going slow. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, logic, if you've never seen anyone go across a log, it's like, well, I better take it slow so I don't fall. Yeah. But then you watch it happen. You're like, just go fast. Just yeah. go fast. Especially if it's a. So log. back to the original question, mm-hmm. you're a startup. Mm-hmm. My approach, my thought process is that you need <laughs> your, your, your startup. 90% of the time is, isn't going to either explode or last if you don't force a lot of squares into round pegs. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. Like mm-hmm. there has to be unrelenting action that happens um, versus, you know, okay, well. You have to go I'll get just, it. I'll, yeah. I'll just, you know, I think that I'll just meet the right people and. Or I think that if I do that, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just like that type of mentality. Mm -hmm. You need to be a shark in the water and smell blood and and go and eat rather than just be like, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. What Mm -hmm. movie is that? Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you you can't have like a just keep swimming. Like Mm -hmm. that, that attitude's not going to make it. I don't think. You have to have the shark mentality. Go get it. Yeah. Like as lame as that, like or cliche as that is to be mm-hmm. like, 
be a lion, be a shark, be a wolf. Let's eat. It's like, but really, you, you kind of have to. Yeah. It's like with a startup, it is live or die. Mm-hmm. And when we think about the pace of the business taking off, those ones who take off a little bit slower, and whether it might be because they haven't developed their product or something like that too, but more or less, it has to do with did we sit back and wait or did we go get it? Because I can sit here and do very little or X number of effort and nothing happens or I can go and make things happen. So it's really about in startup specifically, if you want to make it, it's all on you. Right. So one, I think there's something to this as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, you know, you talk about patience and in, in long-term business, like you can't just start a business be like, the expectation be like, I'm be, I'm making a million bucks this year. Mm-hmm. It's like the, you gotta, you, you also gotta like be forcing, like you can't take a square peg. That's the size of this table right. and try and fit it into a tiny little circle. Right. Like that's not going to work. Right. Your, your square peg has to match the circle that you currently got mm-hmm. at least close to. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's like, I think that point. that's like the patience and the, uh, the like making shit happen type mm-hmm. of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like in my, when I first started, you betcha, it was, I just got to get like f- the first thousand people to follow. That was the goal. It wasn't like, all right, I'm going to have a million followers by the end of the yeah, year. Like that was never views. the thought. Mm-hmm. I didn't think yeah. about a million followers till like almost like a year and a half into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was always like, Get to a thousand, and then it was like get to a ten thousand. Then it was like get to a hundred thousand, and then once I got to a hundred thousand, then it's like all right, how can we get to a million? Mm -hmm. But if I'd have started out getting to a million, I would have got so discouraged, it would have been frustrating. I would have probably quit, you know. But so I think setting up manageable goals or manageable stops along the way to a grander vision, Mm -hmm. and being patient about that is like what it takes. Agreed. So that's why a lot of those leadership books that you read are tell you that this is the process that say if you set a 10 year goal and it's really big or whatever, that's like a one line thing. But your one year plan and how you're going to actually get there is a lot more detailed because you're going to need all those wins along the way to keep you going. Otherwise, you're going to give up. What was your first benchmark that you try to get to when you when you went off and did your own thing? Uh, Cover my salary that I left. Got it. So it was didn't it wasn't a client thing. It was more of a money revenue type of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got it. And how long did that take you to do that? Three months. It's kind of the same thing for me. Like get to a thousand. It was like two months mm-hmm. for me to like get to. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, yeah. And like that's so much more manageable than being like, I want to have fifty clients. Yes. Like that's just not you know you uh-huh. can't start off like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. uh, let's do a hypothetical situation, right? Yeah. You want to open up a gym or you're a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Like your your goal should be something that's much more manageable, right? Like right. I just need five clients and I if I crush five clients, mm-hmm. those five clients are going to tell all of their friends. Well, and their friends are going to see the results that they're getting as well and mm-hmm. be like, Dude, you look great. Yeah. What what have you been doing? Uh-huh. And then they're like, "Oh, we got a new personal trainer. You should check him out." Mm-hmm. Like, but if it's like I want to have 30 clients and I want to ha- be, 
you know, worth a hundred dollars, $150 an hour or what it's just like that approach is just not going to, it's going to be discouraging. You're not, you're going to lose patience mm-hmm. and you're going to eventually quit. But yeah. if you're just like, I, if I crush it for five clients, yep. they're going to tell everyone about it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the the important part of that is why you're doing it. So if you're doing personal training, you know, if you're doing it to change people's lives or make them feel better or whatever it is, that'll be radiating from those people that you, if you're doing it just to, increase your fee you know people can tell and sniff through that so like my goal in our consulting business was to help people yeah and we never i mean even in our first meeting it's like yeah you have to pay me but that's not what it's about it's about you have a need and i can help you right and i I think if you do also have like if you're doing this business just to make money Mm -hmm. You know, five clients is like, screw that. It's not worth it. But if you're, if you, you know, if you're doing it because you believe that people are going about health the wrong way and you want to educate people on that Mm -hmm. and help them in the process, makes it much easier to get excited about those five clients, right? Like for us, when we started, I felt like the Midwest was underrepresented on the internet. We were kind of viewed, uh, viewed as the flyover state, uh, the... Uh, the, oh yeah. Like those simple folk in the Midwest mm-hmm. were on the, here on the coast were more, much more sophisticated and smart and better than the people in the Midwest. And like, so my, you know, the, the whole gusto behind the whole thing was no, the Midwest is the greatest place to live in the United States. Mm-hmm. We are happier than the people on the coast. We have our own culture that we are proud to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And that helps when the time gets tough, right? Like you're like, okay, this is why we're doing it. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. this is why I'm doing it. And I just got to get to a thousand followers that also believe that like makes it way easier than if it's like, you know, I want to have a million followers. Like I only have a thousand Mm -hmm. or it's like, dude, I got a thousand people that are on board with this. It's just such a mindset. Oh yeah, for sure you know so and if you've set that huge goal you would never get there so what was your because i i I think that it's a interesting thing if you're Mm -hmm. a startup to have these like first first little chunks that you go for right and and this is actually a great thing for me to talk about here because i think that i forget sometimes now that we've gotten past this probably the initial startup phase like we still kind of are but Mm -hmm. we're becoming a more mature business because you're like, oh, I did all this, right? But you forget that you chunked it up, and and that's why. Whereas, yeah. like, you know, I was like, I want to do this. It's like frustrating that I'm not doing it. It's like, well, you didn't do the first step to get there. <laughs> right. So how are you going to? But it's progression. What was like? So you you for you you wanted to replace my salary. Replace your salary. Yeah. What was the next thing? Uh, to hire somebody and it'll make actually make money off them. So the first hire that I made didn't come cheap. It wasn't like the most inexpensive. Um, higher should still the most paid employee today. Um, so to replay, to make money off her. So not only to discover her salary, but to make money off her was the next goal. And then I've had that as I add people. Um, and then we did have some revenue goals too that are above and beyond that as well. So that's kind of how we did it is replace my salary, add one, replace that, bring in enough revenue. Well, it makes it much easier when you don't make the goal only money. Yeah. Like, for me, it was, all right, get to a thousand followers, 
then like get a video to blow up. Mm -hmm. And then it became, all right, let's just make enough money for me to quit any other job that I was working or so I could only do this. Mm -hmm. That's like, I think it was six months in, I was able to do that. Right. So Mm -hmm. like the whole first six months, none of it had to do with hitting a certain revenue mark. I mean, like, yes, to cover the salary, but it wasn't like we have to make X amount per month. It was Mm -hmm. just like, I just need to like be able to just pay my bills, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's what I care about. And mm-hmm. then after that, it became, you know, all right, I want to, I want to like make merchandise that is really cool and that other, and, and approach it a way that other people aren't doing it. Mm-hmm. And you want to buy yeah. your own equipment. And- yeah. And like, so it became about that. It was never like, all right, I want to make this much money per year. Like even now when we have meetings about accounting, like it's still not like, I want to hit this number. It's like, these are the goals that I want to do in this company. Like, okay, what number do we have to get to? to it, it becomes... Yeah, you back into it almost. I think... And I'm, I'm kind of just going, going, going. But like the... I think a better approach when you are a startup company, pick things that you want to do, not a number you want to get to. Yeah. The things that you want to do will dictate what that number is. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I don't think people approach it that way necessarily like you're a personal trainer and you want to have you want to have be able to re- instead of going out of your garage you want to one of your goals is you want to have a studio mm-hmm. another thing is you want to have new equipment so it's a great experience for your people mm-hmm. this and this well then you just work backwards on the number that you want to hit that year right yep. you want to be able to pay a salary you want to be able to be able to rent afford rent yeah. on a space and I want this equipment and this equipment costs this much. Okay. It's just I got to make, you know, I got to make $60,000 mm-hmm. this next year. Where instead if it's like, how much money do you think I want to make this year? Yeah. You know, like, oh, I think, I think like a hundred thousand seems legit. Mm-hmm. That seems like a good number. But mm-hmm. then like when it's, you can't get there, then it's like frustrating, but you're like, oh, I was able to do all of these things this year. Mm-hmm. Look at the progress we made. But instead, if you set a number that you based off of nothing, mm-hmm. it's frustrating. If you don't get there, it's discouraging, all that other stuff. Yep. I 100% agree. So what is your approach now? Now that I'm starting new businesses? Well, like, for example, like, you, you know, I want to hire someone and have them pay their salary, right? Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got that. So, yep. So we now have... it's, and one of your goals was to get your own building, right? And then yep. you got that. So mm-hmm. like, what is the, what are the, you so, don't have to like share all of okay. them, but yeah. yeah. 2022, we have financial goals, like our top line and our bottom line. Cause if we're not going to make twice as much and only bring home the same amount, that doesn't make sense. Even though lots of people do that. Hi, I am, I am currently. <laughs> A little bit in, in that scenario. In growth mode. Yes, I have spent money that has not brought us money in return yet. Mm-hmm. But that's it's risk, coming. baby. It's yeah. coming. Hopefully. Coming. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. <laughs> um, so that's um, some of the things. And then we talked about, so um, one of one of my things in my business is that I'm not doing this to, so that I can get rich. I want to make other people rise the tide kind of thing. Um, so we, I, we're up for an award. So I calculated how much money we've saved and or gotten people, our clients. Um, and it's 
astronomical how much money i'm like oh, i need to charge more is what i was affirmed in and that well tell me the number and i'll tell you if you need to 39 charge. million you don't need to charge more whatever you okay anyway you can charge everyone else more but don't charge me yes yeah, so everybody that's, but that's, my, no. that's where i'm going with that. but what what i want 39 million dollars that's sweet. That's sweet. Um, and we did not charge that. Otherwise, I would not be hanging out in Fargo, North Dakota. Well, you didn't, this you year didn't even charge half year. of that. You didn't <laughs> charge 10% 30, of that. 30 times is what that ROI is on our fees. But um, so what our, because our goal is to rise the tide, like if you work with us, we all just become more successful. That's the goal, right? So in some of our goals and there just happen to be numbers because that's what we're doing is making sure that all of our clients have at least an opportunity. We found an opportunity where we paid for our fee. So that's one of our things that we tote on and can do. So that needs to stay consistent because if we start taking the wrong clients, we won't have the opportunity right. to help. So we need to make sure that we take on the right clients in that. And then also trying to figure out new creative ways because some of those things, opportunities. Creative accounting? Create, creative. Yeah. I get to do the creative stuff. The team gets that to cover like my tracks. Slippery no, slope. it's not. It's just taking advantage of things <laughs> or, or pushing on, on people that maybe have access to well, that. Well, like, I think what you could think about, too, uh-huh. is, you know, your consulting firm as well. You're mm-hmm. not just accounting firm. 100%, yes. And so I would, a way to start adding or measuring more value is, mm-hmm. like, things that you consulted on that eventually brought them more money, too. I think you can count into that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, th- I think that that's also something, like, f- you could calculate how much money... You have saved, you will save me in the long run by having me buy and build this building mm-hmm. than renting from someone. Yeah, if, you know, yeah. That gets splitting hairs, but yeah. like there's value there too. Like mm-hmm. that's what I tell when I, when I refer you to my friends, uh-huh. which is eventually going to be the death of me, by the way, Why? Why? <laughs> because she's going to start paying attention to all of them more than they're oh, going to pay attention to me. Uh-huh. Dig my own grave. Yeah. Really yeah. Is what You'll I'm be doing. like. Remember the little guy. Yeah, and uh, no, but uh, as I, ref- it's like the peace of mind and the value that's there of like, all right, I uh, know that when I ask her a question, I'm going to get a real answer and not just something I want to hear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. there's value there that you can't really put a number on, which kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. But um, thinking back to the startup phase, yeah, for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing that also helps if you're listening and you're starting a business, mm-hmm. it also helps like identifying some things that if you, you go, if we do this, this, like this will change our business. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, for me, it was, if I can just get one video to go viral. Mm -hmm. That's all the little crack in the door I need to (laughs) slither on into the room. You know what I mean? Like you look at, you know, you see uh, like a small crack in like the foundation and you're like, Mm -hmm. how can a mouse get through that? Right. That was all. I just needed a little crack in the foundation for (laughs) me to slither right right into the house, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and I think if you can identify some things like, and they'd be smart things. Like mm-hmm. they'll just go like, man, 
if I, you know, you're a comedian, if I just get on this radio show, I'm going to make it. Well, no, you're not. So that's, that's, you know, but if you are able to, um, like if you're a comedian, especially yeah. in today's world, yeah. like you have to have an online presence. So mm -hmm. it's like, if I can have hundred thousand followers, mm -hmm. I'll sell out shows mm -hmm. like that will be game changer. So then your behavior follows up on that. Mm -hmm. Whereas if your goal is to sell out shows, well, where do you start? What do you right. do? You know, it's like if I get to a hundred thousand followers as a comedian, I will sell out shows and that will change my business. If you can identify things like that. Yeah. You're or, trying to build the house before you even have a foundation to do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And um, for us at one point, the, the, I actually told my mom this, mm -hmm. I was like, mom, we were, you know, we were getting one to two, one to consistently two views. <laughs> we were, we were consistently getting like a hundred to 200,000 views on video. Okay. And I was like, mom, to blow the doors off, we just need, just need a video to get to like, we, and then every once in a while we'd have a million view video. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I just need like a video to go off for like 10 million. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have to have. 10 videos get 10 million. I just need one that kind of like moves the needle a little bit more. Like it's going to happen if we keep doing this, but yeah. just need to go that. And then eventually you get a 10 million view one. And you're like, okay, now I need to go get one to go off for like 50 million. Mm -hmm. Then a few months later we do husbands of target and goes off for like 77 million. Mm -hmm. So like pick some things that are like, if this just happens, like we're just going to, and it also like helps you psychology, psychologically mm -hmm. keep going when it's tough. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay, I don't have to do 10 videos. I get 50 minutes. I just need yeah. one. Just get, it's like the little giants. You yeah. watch the little giants. Yes. You don't got to win every game. You just got to beat them one time, mm -hmm. one time, baby. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think if you can take the approach of like one time, I think that that that's a big deal, right? Like yeah. I uh, let's let's do another hypothetical. Can we'll I process it. with you? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's okay. <laughs> um, the, I've had a lot of caffeine today. Yeah, uh -huh. so it's a little later than normal. So mm -hmm. you probably had all the cups. Um, yeah, imagine if we did this podcast in the afternoon. Oh man, oh, man. woof! I wouldn't get two. I'd only get one word in versus oh, two. Okay, mm -hmm. um, get like three episodes done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> In one in one sitting, we just had to part compartmentalize. So, um, I I keep telling our co-owners at Core Counts we need something to blow up, so that we can establish ourselves as a thought partner in this space. Because uh, yeah, well, like, we can just yeah. You, I mean, you look at every successful someone who's got a tool to help culture a business, whatever. Yeah. Their breaking point is they had a TED talk go for 10 million views yes. or they, you know, they wrote a book that went bananas in the business world. And so now they can sell their service, whatever, like, yes. Yeah. So the, the common uh, owner and friend of ours, I told them that I said you, cause he has big dreams, right? He's a, he's a maverick on the PI. <laughs> Does that make more sense now? Mm -hmm. uh, you probably are too, but. Um, uh, what's a PI? A predictive index. It's a personality profile. I want to I want to take a look at that. Yeah, I don't I know what a PI is at I can all. Have somebody oh, it's send like you. private eye. Like I was going to say like a private investigator. Yeah. Like you hired it, a PI on him to duh. tell you that he's a maverick yeah. or what? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically, yes, exactly. Um, so he want, he's throwing out these huge goals or what I said. I said, if you get me a million views on talking about that topic, 100% let's go that direction. Well, but it's not even that. It's like. 
it's like you, you don't these huge goals, right? Yeah. Huge. It's just like, well, no, we just need like three clients. Right. Cause then also you're going to find out all of the things you're doing wrong mm-hmm. so that you can fix it so that you can get 20 clients, you know, mm-hmm. like you just got to like chunk it way down. Yep. Yeah. It needs to be chunked way down. And I, I and I think where I learned some of this is like in sports. Yeah. Right. Like what you, you can't just show up and perform the game and expect to win. And right. Like, like, I, it's wild to me. I think I said this on this podcast, but like if coach sports coaches and like managers and bosses like got together and like shared their secrets with each other, mm-hmm. like business would be so much better because it's like, cause we were talking about believing. someone believing in you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But also like sport coaches like understand more than anyone else in the world. That's like, you got to come to practice every day and work mm-hmm. like but bosses are like, I want to see these results, but they never like sit sit the employee down and be like, all right, what are we going to do to get you to those results? <laughs> right. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. It, it, whatever. Yes, it's very frustrating. But yeah. I think, uh-huh. yeah. All right, I want to deadlift four hundred pounds. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, did you deadlift two hundred and fifty pounds today? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, I can't do that yet. Well, then you better work up towards it. Like, you can't just be mad that you can't do four hundred pounds without putting in any work. It's like the same thing. Like people getting mad that their business is successful, even though they're not doing the smaller things and the work to do it. You know, it doesn't make any sense. So how do you know? I mean, you knew, right? You knew on your videos, you just had to keep putting out contents, even content, even though like nobody listens to our podcast. Just kidding. I somebody reached out to me and we did a Zoom call and I answered his questions. It was great. Nice. Mm -hmm. From Iowa. Um, so you you knew you had to keep putting out content to get to that well, your bench. I also spent like three years before that, like completely studying the internet. Okay. Yeah. Like I we were doing marketing stuff and mm-hmm. so I was like on YouTube watching not the biggest thing is like let's say you're a personal trainer, right? Yep. And you follow these personal trainers for their workouts. Mm-hmm. Don't pay attention to their workouts. Pay attention to the style that the video they do. Pay attention to how they're communicating. Pay attention when you click on their website link. What does their website look like? Pay attention to what clothes are they wearing with their clients. Like they're all they're doing all of these things intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's all of the answers are right there in front of you. You just have to look at the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Like uh, you know, go into a Go into a, if you want a restaurant, successful mm-hmm. restaurant, go into a successful restaurant in your city and don't just look at the food that they're doing. Look at how are the tables arranged? Mm-hmm. What's the ordering process? Mm-hmm. What does the waiter or waitress say when they come up to your table for the first time? Do they greet you a certain way? Like mm-hmm. if you are a startup owner and you're wanting to like pay attention to what everyone or how everyone's doing everything, not just what they're doing. Yeah. Be obsessive about the details. You you just like observe things for what they are, not mm-hmm. like the end result, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone views uh like, oh, this musician is so great on stage. Like uh-huh. I wish I could be like that. Whatever. It's like, okay, if you just watch and like in between songs, what do they do? You know, like, okay, he goes up and he, like, gives some fives to the people in the front. That's a certain energy thing. Mm -hmm. Or, like, oh, when he's singing, it's sometimes he's, like, freaking out and, like, getting the crowd amped. And sometimes he's, like, 
making like not moving at all to kind of like dramatic to make when he does go for a bigger note or whatever it's more electric like you got to pay attention to what they're doing not like how it's like or got to pay attention to how they're doing it not like what's you're getting the feedback from Mm -hmm. yeah you know like you want to be a twitch streamer live twitch streamer Mm -hmm. you watch how they interact with the chat don't just go like oh they're interacting with the chat cool i'll do that Mm-hmm. He's cl- they're clearly purposely not responding to some people in the chat and and all that mm-hmm. or maybe they're choosing not to respond to the chat because it's just pay attention to everything that successful people are doing not just what they're doing mm-hmm. yeah yeah it yeah. makes a lot of sense and one of our people wanted to be a better public speaker they threw out the thing well I just need to watch a lot of video of people speaking I mean that helps yeah yeah but then it's also like you you probably ask those people and what they say is like why well, also just publicly sp- spoke in front of a lot of people just doing often. It a lot. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yeah you, yeah you gotta exercise i sent you guys my first video remember yeah um, did you even watch it miles your first video the first video i ever put on the internet after starting my business i don't know if i ever even saw it Ugh, i sent it to you my hair was whipping around it was actually just a bunch of clips mm. because i really sucked Okay. So then I ended up just clipping it all together and basically acknowledging that I suck at video and here it is for the world to see. And how did that go? It went great. It went great. Everybody laughed. It was funny. Yes. 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 For sure. But like uh, you always suck at the beginning. So just yeah. being okay that I'm. this is going to suck and eventually I'll be good. But nobody who's good didn't suck at some point. Well, that was like, I mean, I tell I probably, I don't know if I told you or not when you started here. I'm like, hey, just start doing shit. Yeah. You're going to suck anyways. Uh-huh. So like, let's just get you through the suck phase as fast as possible. Yeah, I yeah. think we had that, like an entire episode about that was starting a job. You just suck at first. Yeah. And oh, get yeah, good yeah. as you go. Just get the suck phase over yeah. with. Yes, exactly. Like if Everyone's we went back g- and looked at your videos. Well, that was like, and I had a meeting before this. Yeah. And where I was started talking about a video that I did like two years ago. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is an example of what we could do, but. If you watch it, just remember this was two years ago. Like it really sucks. Like it's funny to watch now, you know. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. yep. Even a video I did a year ago, mm-hmm. you know, it's so yeah. I just all I mean, we're throwing a lot out there, but mm-hmm. make make your your ambitions and your goals big, but don't focus on those too much. You got to do the shorter little chunks first. Little chunks. Mm-hmm. Eat an elephant one bite at a time. Yeah, just little chunks at a time. Um, and then eventually you'll figure out if I just do do this one chunk, mm-hmm. it'll open up all these other bigger chunks. Mm-hmm. You but know? you, the tough part is you don't know what chunk that is. Yeah, I mean, you, at first. Yeah. And then as you get works. into it, like I said, like I didn't realize that. You know, it just getting one video to 10 million after you have a base following is going to be the ticket, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's just like, it, it also is timing. Like, if I'd have said, being, I just need one video to get 10 million, like, no, that actually wouldn't have made sense right. because I didn't have a base following and a bunch of content out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a problem with people who go viral off of one video and then they try to make a career out of it. Yeah is they have no base before they go viral. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like we had posted a bunch of content and kind of built a brand, built a brand. Mm-hmm. 
already before we had our first video blow up so mm -hmm. that when people came to our page, they had a sense of it and they could buy into it. Yep. And we had a groundwork already laid down, like the foundation what you're talking about, Ben. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, you just have this one random video blow up. Mm -hmm. then it's like, oh shit, I better start building a base now. And yeah. it's very confusing and you lose people's interests and all that. Well, and to share with the, in a pro professional services industry, my base, if you will, was me working in industry and becoming somebody that people think of in that How badly space would it have got, gone if you had worked your way, if you're a great public speaker and you worked your way into a huge conference, right? Yeah. And your pitch was like, this This is well things we could do with accounting, but you only had one client at the time. You're trying to get more. Right. And all of a sudden, like 15 people wanted to sign up with you because you had a great speech. Uh-huh. How would have those 15 people, having 15 it. of those gone, right? Like yeah. their experience would have been worse, right? whatever. But if you'd have just gotten three clients off the bat, worked with them, and mm -hmm. then gained two more, and yeah. then gained two more, well, what all I, that, like it's almost better because it's like you're not overextending yourself and mm -hmm. making promises you can't follow through on. And like you wouldn't have a staff for 15 clients, No, nope. mm -hmm. you know? And, and so I think sometimes it's almost better to go a little bit slower than go too fast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Agreed. hundred percent. A hundred percent. We're in agreement. Yes. Should we shake on it? Just kidding. Oh, you're so far away. Oh, 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 oh. Look at how tan my hand oh is. My God. All right. So, Go do it. Chunk it up a little bit. Chunk it up. And don't be discouraged. Yeah. I mean, be discouraged when you need to be discouraged. Yeah. And you just call Miles for that if you need. Yeah. Pep talk, call me. Yeah. I, uh, me and Ryan always joke that like we've just been in a like, I hate my life ever since I started this business. But, <laughs> but if I didn't do the business, I would hate my life even more. So right. it's like, it you know, just, which is, you're not going to not hate your life. Yeah. You just, you hate it a little less if you're doing something you want to do. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Do something you love. Yep. But all right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Raging Workaholics. Get out there, do your thing, chunk it up. Chunk. And uh, get your business off the ground. Yep. Cheers, guys. <laughs>